This is News Talk. As you would expect, Minister Damien English dominates a number of the front pages today. The Irish Independent says the now former Minister of State Damien English is expected to escape any further sanction despite admitting to lying on a planning uh, permission application for his family home. Uh, the Indo says there was a lot of shock yesterday among his colleagues by resigning early yesterday morning. We got the news just before 8 o'clock. After it emerged, he falsely told uh, Meath County Council he didn't own another home when applying for permission for a one-off housing development. So the Indo says that he's not going to get any further action. He'll escape any further action over that particular controversy. The Irish Times looks at the broader picture. Should uh, we have an audit of all the minister's interests? All our ministers, sorry, not Minister Damien English now, every minister in the country should we have an audit. But the government has rejected suggestions that fresh assurances should be sought from ministers that all of their property interests and declarations are in order. Both Taoiseach Leo Radker and Thonishtha Michal Martin said Mr English had made the right decision to leave ministerial office. Uh, they also said that he shouldn't have to resign his dull seat. Uh, obviously, these are revelations uh, from a report on the website which revealed he did not declare he already owned a house when he was putting in that planning application. Now there are obviously calls from the opposition for inquiries or audits into the interests of our ministers but the government is um, rejecting those uh, audits and it's just, I, I do think that members of the public will sort of feel it's one rule for them, one rule for us and I suppose they can be forgiven for thinking this when we see politicians maybe not not following the same standards that members of the public have to follow. It's a bit like Father Ted. I was thinking of this driving in. You remember in Father Ted where they're organising the raffle and Ted says the people, the last raffle I was at, the people who actually organised the raffle won it. So it's a bit sort of like, you know, we're making the rules, but maybe we don't have to follow it. I'm sure the government would say that already ministers have done their own audits and have done declarations and all that stuff. Now it's amazing because once you're gone, you're gone. The attention in the papers turns to who will get Damien English's job and the Irish Times says that Dublin Rathdown TD Neil Richmond is considered favourite to be promoted. Now I was on the Tonight Show on Virgin last night with Neil Richmond he wasn't that confident of getting it. Um, now maybe he's just sort of downplaying the speculation. There was a feeling last night despite what the papers are saying that it's going to be someone from outside Dublin uh, so from rural Ireland and preferably a woman um, and you know Fine Gael polling would show that maybe they're not as popular in rural Ireland as they'd like to be so this could be seen as a sign to rural Ireland of their commitment if they were to pick if Taoiseach Leo Radker was to pick someone from rural Ireland for the job so while the papers say Neil Richmond is the favourite to get it he didn't seem that particularly uh, confident of it but we'll see what happens um, obviously that decision will have to be made quickly as to who get Damien English job. Other story in the front of the Irish Times looking at hotel contracts. Will they or won't they renew their contract with the state to house refugees?
And the Irish Times says two-thirds of hotels who have been contacted about renewing contracts to host refugees have yet to sign new deals. The expectation, I heard this on News Talk last night, the expectation is that the majority of hotels that are signed up uh, won't bother renewing because we're coming into the tourism season. Uh, So the Department of Integration, according to the Irish Times, has written to hotels uh, asking them, are you going to renew it? And a lot of them aren't answering or saying they uh, aren't going to sign the new deal or haven't decided yet. Of the 141 providers contacted by the department whose contracts are expiring, only 51 have agreed to extend that contract so far. The Irish Examiner, Europe to stockpile drugs amid shortages. This is the news that the European Commission is planning to stockpile drugs with over 200 medicines unavailable to Irish patients and Warnings from the HSE that flu numbers will continue to rise. So we need a bit of European buying power here because Ireland isn't exactly a big market for buying drugs uh, compared to some of the other countries. So we really need the um, the weight of the European Union to guarantee our medicines provisions. That's on the front of the Irish Examiner. On the front of the Irish Daily Mail, Thornish that keep rural Ireland in Irish hands. Michal Martin wants to explore alternatives rather than selling land to a British investment fund. It comes after the mail revealed that thousands of acres of rural Ireland will be sold to this British fund as part of an afforestation deal with Quilcha. Now Michal Martin getting involved saying this should be kept in Ireland, in Irish hands. A number of the papers go with the one-year anniversary of Ashling Murphy. So the Irish Daily Mirror, Ashling gave the gift of love. The Irish Daily Star, we miss you so much, Ashling. And the Irish Sun, Dad's Song for Ashling. Tragic Ashling Murphy's dad marked yesterday's first anniversary of her death by playing a tune on his banjo by a bench in her memory. So that's a photograph of Ray Murphy joined by hundreds at the spot where Ashling was killed while jogging. That's on the front of the sun. Inside the papers then, you may have heard a bit of this yesterday. It went on again last night. This is the situation in West Tala. And, you know, very difficult now if you live in West Halla to get public transport because evening Dublin, Dublin bus services to parts of West Halla were suspended last night after drivers reported 35 incidents of violence, attacks, vandalism, threats with knives and a female driver terrorised by a huge mob. Trade unions representing the drivers told Dublin Bus that it was not tenable for them to risk life and limb driving buses into estates in West Halla to be attacked and assaulted. In a letter to Dublin Bus, uh, the NBRU and SIP2 said that from 6pm last night and 6pm every day henceforth, routes 27, 65B and 77A would terminate at the square in Tala until further notice. Uh, now drivers then said that they'd go past the square and up the N81 but they wouldn't travel into housing estates in Killinarden and Jobstown during the evenings until they say they see an improvement in antisocial behaviour. So again, you know, it's terrible an entire community is sort of uh, tired with the same brush but if you live in those areas it's going to be tricky now to get home if the bus driver won't go in to the area. In the Irish Examiner, something we're going to be chatting about on News Talk Breakfast this morning. Italy, not happy with Ireland it would seem. 
Italy's largest farmers association is launching an extraordinary attack, according to the Examiner on Ireland, over its plans for health warning labels on wine and they're being described as alarmist. It's being uh, seen as a direct attack against Italy which exported a record 8 billion euro worth of Italian made wine last year. So essentially the EU is following Ireland's proposals to label wine and um, wine, alcohol, beer, spirits sold here. There'll be labels on it. And once enacted, the drinks industry will have three years to introduce the labels, which will warn of the link between alcohol consumption, liver disease and cancer. The Italian farmers certainly aren't happy. We'll hear more from them on News Talk Breakfast this morning. A collision course uh, between Ireland and Italy. Now, if you're at your desk and you're stressed, The advice, according to The Telegraph, is that you should go for a five-minute stroll every 30 minutes. Good luck trying to tell your manager this, that every half an hour I'm going away off for a walk. But sedentary lifestyles and hours spent sitting down and not moving have been linked to a host of health issues. And scientists at Columbia University recruited 11 people and asked them to sit down for eight hours straight, letting them only move to go to the toilet. Five different exercise regimens were investigated. So they looked at people who didn't move at all, those who walked for one minute every half an hour, for five minutes every half an hour, or for one minute every hour. And apparently the best thing to ease the pressure in the office if you're wound up at the desk is to head off for a little stroll five minutes every 30 minutes. That'll get tricky when your boss is looking for you and your colleague has to say they've just gone for a walk and then they'll be saying they can't be gone for another walk they only went for one and a half an hour ago but that is the advice. Final story comes from the Irish Independent. If you're looking for love, cobwebbing is set to be the biggest dating trend in 2023. Never heard of cobwebbing? I barely got used to what ghosting means because it's in the paper so much. Anyway, the Indo says that cobwebbing is dusting off the cobwebs or old flames so you can have a fresh start with someone new that you meet. So the idea of cobwebbing is that you get rid of the old and in with the new. Uh, Also big trends this year in dating. If you're single, what you can expect, according to Bumble, open casting, one in three people considering now more open to who they're dating, looking outside their usual type. There's also a thing called guard railing, which means that people are prioritising their boundaries. 63% are being clearer about their emotional needs. Uh, another big trend this year is going to be love, life, balance. Flashy job titles, no longer irresistible status symbols. That would seem to suggest people now uh, are thinking about love more than work. Also, wander love. One in three Bumble users are open to travel and seeking relationships with people not in their current city. So if you're on Bumble or Tinder or Hinge or any of those other things, just be aware of those. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This, this is Newstalk.